Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. I'm your guest host, Martha Brangenberg, and this afternoon on Friday, I am filling in alone without my gym by my side today. And today we're talking about living out I Work For Him. And we have my friend Norellis Peralta joining us for the discussion. Norellis, it's so good to have you with me on the show today. Thanks for coming. Oh, my goodness. It's really an honor to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Well, thank you. So we just decided we're going to pretend like we're just sitting across my (laughs) kitchen table and having a discussion and a little bit of Tampa Bay might be listening in, we hope. So before we begin our discussion, I've been reading in Philippians lately, and um, I was reading this verse, and it just really, um, I felt like it needed to be our verse for the day. It says, "He." it's Philippians 1, 6, he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. And I just think there's so many things we could just sit here and talk about that right now. But, you know, it's him that began the good work. So it's not ourselves. It's not putting ourselves and saying, this is all that I am doing. But it's the Lord Jesus Christ that's doing it through us. And he began it. And we need to carry it on and do that in our daily lives. And I really think that that's a good foundation for um, the show today. So... I'm, again, glad that you're here with me today, Norellis. Thank you so much for spending your Friday afternoon with me. And is there anybody out there you want to say hi to? 
Well, of course, my <laughs> other half. <laughs> he's, he's listening, so I hope he's having an awesome day. Mm-hmm. And thank you for your support. Mm, that's very good. Very good. Well, you know, one of the first things that um, Jim always asks our guests when they come on the air is so that all of our listeners can get to know you a little bit better is to tell me and tell everybody else how Christ is making an impact or a difference in your life today. Well, honestly, he I've seen the things that he's done in my life, the way I, I think about things, the way that I react to certain things. Um, you know, sometimes, um, you know, you you have certain situations or you get angry. And um, now I know that I shouldn't sin when I get angry. <laughs> so I still get angry, obviously. But, you know, I handle it in a different a different way. You know, um, I pray sometimes when I'm angry and I just ask God to give me peace and um, to let me honor him even in my anger. You know, um, so it's a lot of different things, you know. I love what you just said when you said, I've learned that I'm not supposed to be, you know, sin in my anger. And once we learn those things, we're responsible for them, aren't we? Right, right. It's a big responsibility. So that's really great. So um, before we go to um, our first break, I want to have some time to just talk about how you maybe learned about this radio program, I Work For Him. Well, um. It was at a dinner mm-hmm. for, um, you know, my my boyfriend's um, job. So we were at a at a dinner table and at a restaurant, and we were just talking. And um, Jim was wearing the "I Work for Him" shirt. So it kind of, you know, it, I was like, "Huh, I wonder." I knew what it meant, but I didn't know that there was a whole ministry behind it mm-hmm. um, until you know he started talking about you know the radio show and. Um, everything he's you, your company and that kind of stuff and I was like oh this is so interesting mm-hmm. you know, so then I wanted to know more mm-hmm. I remember that night and he I'm he gave you a business card I yeah. think and so mm-hmm. then you must have taken some time to go and look up the show yeah. and before I knew it he was getting emails from you with I think questions or you know just mm-hmm. different comments about the show and that's how I first learned that you had become a listener and that's mm-hmm. really exciting for me when I when I know that um, other people have made a decision to to try to learn some things from the show so so what was it about when you um, started listening that really attracted you to to um, tuning in more often I think it was on a Tuesday my first uh, a show and um, that's the day that you guys do it together and I was like oh my goodness this is so fun this is so cool so you know I, I really enjoyed it that's great so tell me a little bit about how that um, enticed you to keep on listening yeah I mean it was uh, it was so encouraging um, because we all have I mean we all have relationships and we all have you know, mishaps or we're different personalities. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, it's hard. So that day, um, you guys were giving a lot of tips of things that you guys do um, to to keep your relationship, you know, afloat or to keep it, you know, going great and, and keep loving each other and, you know, how you pray together and all of that. And 
it was just very encouraging and I really, really loved it. I was like, oh my goodness, this is so cool. Hmm, that's awesome. You know, one of the things that's so fun about Tuesdays is the fact that um, Jim and I get to just, you know, we're exploring things too and looking for new resources and looking for ways to build up our marriage and then why not share those with everybody else? Because um, if you have had an argument or something is not going well and then you have to go to work, you know, it definitely affects your mm-hmm. your. Um, behavior that day, whether you want it to or not, Mm -hmm. because it's a part of who we are. Um, So I love doing those shows. And I'm glad that you were able to take some things away from it as well. So Mm -hmm. that's really good to hear. And I hope that that encourages other people to to make sure that they are tuning in on Tuesdays and learning more about um, relationships and how they matter in our lives as well. So now you had made a comment to me that um, you said a little reminders so that you try to tune in when you can and when it's appropriate. So tell everybody about that. Yeah, um, I have it on my calendar. After that show, um, I was like, oh my goodness, I have to remember to tune in every day. And um, sometimes, you know, it, it, I can't because mm-hmm. of work. I have, you know, a conference call or a meeting or something that I have to do and I have to be away from my desk. Right. But as soon as I get back, I tune in. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness, what did I miss? And I listen sometimes when there's a um, a topic that I was enjoying or that I was getting something, you know, that I was taking some something away from. I was, you know, I make sure that I listen when on, in the podcast mm-hmm. when the emails come in, um, and then I catch up. Oh, that's so, good. Good. So yeah. you're actually getting the email new, like the Friday notice mm-hmm. that tells you that there's new podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm really yeah. glad to hear that. I know that I've even used that sometimes because once in a while I miss a show. If Jim's interviewing somebody and I'm at the office and I have a meeting or something, I, mm-hmm. I can't tune in. I'm like, oh, I can I can go back and listen. Of course, I have all of that available to me all the time. But yeah. having the reminder yeah. that the email comes in and reminds you of that is good to just click on it and, and listen at your, yeah. at your and leisure sometimes, as well. you know, I, maybe I'm listening and somebody comes to my desk and, you know, I, right. I, I talk to them or my phone rings or an email comes in that I have to pay attention to. And then, you know, I have to pay attention to that and then I miss out on something. Mm-hmm. So I just catch up. Mm-hmm. with the podcast. That's awesome. You know, it's an interesting work environment that we're in these days because I know that there are people that um, you can be walking around their office and they might have an earbud in and they're listening to something. And this world that we live in is so able to multitask and still do our jobs well, but be able to be getting um, things fed into us that are even helping us in our work. Mm-hmm. So um, I love the fact that that's an opportunity. I know when I have it on my computer on my on my desk, um, it doesn't. Nobody else can. I keep it soft, you know, so it's not like broadcasting in the whole office unless they all want to hear it. We can do that because yeah. it's us, you know. I can play it out there if they want. Yeah. But um, but just to be able to listen in and hear, you know, if Jim's doing an interview with somebody and I'm um, back at work, being able to do that is a great thing. You know what else I love? The fact that you have it online, but you also have it on the um, app. Because one time I had to leave and I just, you know, picked up the phone and I just put it on my app and kept going. Awesome. So. That's so wonderful. Hey, we have a caller right now and this is Sally. Welcome, Sally, to the I Work For Him show. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? Very good. Thank you for calling in today. Did you have a question or a comment? 
I have a, actually, it's a little surprise for Norellis. Okay. And I just, okay. I wanted to let her know that we made all 50. Oh, yay. <laughs> so this is what's going on. Okay. <laughs> Sally is my coworker. Okay. And, uh, you know, we're doing the angel tree program oh, at work. Yeah. And at the beginning, she was like, I'm so worried because we're missing so, there are so many kids that haven't been adopted. And, uh, you know, she sent me a text about it. And I sent her a text in the name of Jesus that mm -hmm. all kids are going to be adopted. Oh. And, you know, we just declared it and agreed on that. And today was the last day. So there were seven kids, Sally, still? Seven kids, yeah. There were seven kids this morning that w had not been adopted. And we're like, okay. You know, we made a declaration this, you know, that that That's... that was not going to be the case. Yeah. And it's not. That's awesome. That's awesome. So all 50 kids have been adopted. So now people can go and get them the things on their wish list. And now Angel Tree is the one for kids that who have somebody in their life that's incarcerated. Right. Or that's I... a, with the Salvation Army. OK. Okay, right. that's who you're doing it with mm -hmm. is the Salvation yeah. Army. So what a blessing for those yeah. kids to know that um, somebody cares enough. And what a blessing for all those that adopt those kids to be able to go above and beyond and give to people that are really in need. So, Absolutely. well, that's a great surprise to yeah. call in, Sally. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you very much. You bet. Have a great afternoon. You too. Thank you. <laughs> what a nice surprise. And then so that, excited. yeah, makes everybody's weekend knowing yeah. that you've made your goals and everything is good there. So um, if anybody else would like to call in, the number again is 877-943-9673. And after the next break, I'll be uh, sharing our book that we're highlighting. Actually, I have several books, so several people will be able to call in and um, be able to give those away. So we're really excited about that. It's Christmas, so I've kind of felt like, you know, be very <laughs> generous today. Uh. We'll give a lot of books away. So so you were talking about how you are able to switch back and forth if you're listening on your computer. And I often do that. I'll be like, I need to go somewhere, but I'll, I'll put it on my phone so yeah. that I can keep listening. And um, of course, my daughter goes, you're that person that listens in the grocery store. I'm like, well, sometimes I do, <laughs> you know, but that it's I want I don't want to miss anything. And I want to um, be in tune with what's going on on the show, which is a lot of fun. So um, so Sally is one of your coworkers, so she knew you were on the air. Yeah. That's a very exciting thing. So, so um, tell me more about um, what you are hearing on the show that's making a difference in your life. Well, I've learned about a lot of different ministries mm -hmm. um, that are in my neighborhood, kind of, you know, and I and I wasn't aware. And um, I'm really encouraged by all the things that um, you know these people are doing and how. They're doing all these things to grow the kingdom, you know, and, and share the gospel. And mm -hmm. it's just and change lives, you know, and, and that's amazing. It is really encouraging to find out about how many ministries are happening here in Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we don't hear about that. We hear about um, in the news what's bad that's happening or what businesses are closing mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever this the case might be. And we miss that aspect of the ministry if you're not directly involved in it, sometimes the word just doesn't get out. And so that's been a really exciting thing for Jim, I know, to like uncover these ministries and get them on the air and let people hear firsthand how Christ is making an impact here in Tampa Bay. And a lot of them are um, national companies. Mm -hmm. So all over the country and even the world where people are um, really being impacted 
by the ministries. In fact, on Monday's show, I loved uh, Global Media Outreach. We learned this week about um, how they are using the Internet, specifically Google AdWords and stuff to draw people in to the um, salvation message. And um, that's so exciting because I had no idea yeah, that people could no actually, idea. you know, use resources like that in order to um, find salvation. And they have a dashboard on their website that ticks away and it tells you how many people learned about the gospel and how many people got saved this week or this day. And it just keeps on ticking. And it's very encouraging because we we don't get told that there's so much happening out there that's good. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of times we hear what is what's negative. And so we want to spread that good news. Norellis, while we're um, still sitting here, I just think that, um, you know, you were talking about all the different ministries that you've heard about on the air and that Jim has brought on and um, different people have told us about and the encouragement that that is in Tampa Bay and all over the place, mm-hmm. that there's so much going on. And it just goes back to what you were, um, when Sally, your coworker, just called in and said that all these kids got adopted from your office um, for Christmas gifts, that that kind of stuff is happening. And it's an encouragement to hear other people um, that are going out of their way to provide for others, especially Christmas, but all year round. Yeah, it really is a blessing. Um, we were having a conversation about, you know, my coworker and I, Sally and I, about how all these kids, they don't, they don't get to have Christmas the mm-hmm. way, you know, a lot of us do. So, you know, it, we are blessed to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. So if we can just, you know, put aside $35, $40 for, you know, for these kids to have something to open on, on Christmas Day, I mean, it, it's, it's something amazing. It's, an, it's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, I'm curious, is that the first time in your office that you guys have done that? Or is this a tradition that you it's all? A, it's a yearly Okay. Tradition, yes. Okay. Yes. Very good. So lots of participation. It sounds like mm-hmm. if they if they had fifty people or fifty kids that ended up getting um, adopted. So mm-hmm. what a great feeling. Now, do those gifts all come? I'm curious. Just did they come back to the office and then somebody comes and picks them up? Oh, you, I have pictures. You should yeah. see. I mean, oh. it's crazy. Bikes, you know, toys, and it it just it looks awesome. I took pictures so I can show my kids and tell right. them, look, these kids are going to have Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, it's great. And and when I adopt, I, I usually adopt either from my job or from church or from both, one each. Mm-hmm. Um, and I take my kids with me to go shopping for these other children, right. you know, and, and it's just something they get excited. They're like, okay, well, we're gonna get this. And no, they have a wish list, So we have to buy, you know, <laughs> what they would like so that they're happy, you mm-hmm. know. But the point is that, you know, we have to, again, bless others, you know, because that way we are working for the kingdom, even Mm -hmm. if we don't realize it. Mm -hmm. There are so many things that we can do that can make a difference in people's lives. But even teaching your boys about generosity Mm -hmm. and about putting other people's needs first. I mean, there's so much that goes beyond that. Mm -hmm. But I think there's got to be a lot of excitement back in your office when you start to see them coming in and the collection and you realize that you work with some very generous people Mm -hmm. that are putting other people first as well. Somebody came in today with four bikes. Wow. And that's amazing. That is amazing. That is really neat. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the, um, the thing that so many of us, um, 
you know, Christmas is a special time and it, it really opens the door for so much other opportunity for conversation. Mm-hmm. So um, you never know who those are going to go to and what impact the Salvation Army is going to have on them, the connections that they have there and the people that are going to influence their lives and, and make a difference for Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. that is really awesome. So tell me about um, how you feel like some of what you have been learning on the radio um what else maybe you've been able to try um, in your own life? Well, um, there's something uh, I kind of got reaffirmation for. Um, I used to pray for my coworkers, but um, with the show, I learned that I should pray for them by name, mm. and and that's what I've been doing. Mm. Um, you know, I get in really, really early. Um, to the office and it's usually um, just me and then um, or just me and Sally because we usually get in really really early and um, you know and I walk around the office and I pray for my co-workers by name Mm, what a powerful thing and there is power in the name and and using their name I mean there's power in the ultimate name of of our Heavenly Father and our Lord Jesus Christ but also power in speaking their name and talking to the to our Lord about their specific needs mm-hmm. and um, that is a that's really neat that you're doing that mm-hmm. I know I started I wrote down names you know of who I'm praying for and um, I find that as um, I don't know if you've been doing this at all but when you find out there's something going on in yes, their life absolutely it makes a whole lot more of an impact when you can be bringing that to the Lord and saying mm-hmm. you know I want to pray about this for them mm-hmm. and uh, really knowing that you're interceding on their behalf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you know, in conversation, you learned, you learned that people are going through certain things. So, you know, then you're able to pray have you know, specifically for those things. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's a you know a sick parent, if you know there is somebody's going through a tough moment, you know that it's it's you you're able to intercede, you know, and stand in the gap for them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's really and and for me it it has made a difference. I I feel closer to them that way. Sure. When I'm walking around and and praying for them mm-hmm. by name. Mm-hmm. And they may and they may never know that. Mm-hmm. You may no. not have that opportunity mm-hmm. for for them to all know that, but you know that you're bringing them before our Lord and heavenly exactly. Father. That's exactly. so great. So we, I've been talking with Norellis Peralta about living out I work for him. And before the break, Norellis, we were talking about praying specifically for our coworkers and employees by name. And you were describing over the break a little bit for me about some more things that have to do with that. So let's uh, pick up that discussion. And um, before you uh, say anything, you know, just the, the fact that we have the um, incredible honor to be able to bring our coworkers before the Lord is something that I think for a lot of years I took for granted, mm-hmm. you know, that it just was like, well, if, you know, of course we pray for those around us and things like that. But when you said that about praying specifically for people by name, it really does make it, um, it takes it to a whole new level for ourselves. Like you said, you feel closer to them um, and you um, are more in tune with what their needs might be. I love that. Thanks for sharing that. So yeah. tell me a little bit more about what that's meant to you to, to in, in, um, put that into your life, to pray for them by name and praying for your coworkers and what you're doing there. Yeah, I mean, um, even like 
you mentioned, even um, that they may never know, I'm I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm-hmm. completely okay with that because the Lord knows. Right. You know, he oh, knows. Yeah. He, you know, he's able to, to do um, so much more than I could ever do for them. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm totally okay with them not knowing, you know, that I pray for them. Um, and, you know, at my job, like any other job is, you know, you you get so focused on the things that you have to do when you get so busy. But, um, you know, I am surrounded by a lot of, you know, people that believe, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, and, and I love that because sometimes even in other offices, um, you know, we, I have friends that we used to call each other every morning, you know, we had a call at 8.30 mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we would, just pray for, you know, the people that are in our lives or um, we would talk about what's going on in our lives and, um, you know, and pray for our family. And we would just, you know, um, even though we were in different offices, we would, we, we felt like we were really close mm-hmm. and we would just pray and, you know, declare things, you know, and, and it was just something amazing i mean it brought us closer to each other right you know it's kind of um for some i've never met their husband right and i felt like i knew them mm-hmm. you know and um it was a safe place to just you know come and unload right and walk beside them in life yep. in a whole different way at on a spiritual level where you're mm-hmm. holding each other up before the Lord. Do you remember how that ever got started? I'm just curious as to, you know, how that came to be, because what a what a great thing for other people even that are listening to. Um, she's giving me the look like she doesn't remember. <laughs> so that's OK. Put you on the spot there. But really, um, this show is all about encouraging other people in mm-hmm. how to incorporate Christ in their workplace. And that's a great example. And somebody mm-hmm. could take that and run with it and say, you know what, I want to um, have a conference call with anybody that wants to Mm -hmm. um, pray together on a certain time at a certain day of the week or whatever that might be. Um, But what a great encouragement to Mm -hmm. to just set that bar and say, this is something that I can do. I could I could start this in my workplace Mm -hmm. and give that opportunity for those around it. Martha, yeah, I have a I have I can chime in on that topic because please do uh, when you and Jim started with us. Well, actually, before you actually went on the air with all the pre-production and the setup that uh, we did to Mm -hmm. bring the show to light. And then when we finally started doing the promos I never thought of that whole aspect of praying for co-workers granted um, we know that we're supposed to do that but having you guys here with us you drove that home and, and I the word is used uh, frequently it's a paradigm shift right mm-hmm. and so one of the things that I learned from my work from for him is that it's also supposed to be a conduit for those of us that are believers and we are supposed to grow comfortable with talking to God, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. the best way of doing it. And if you're if you're out there listening to this and you're like, yeah, I know, I get it, but you know, prayer prayer is not for me. And um, sorry, that was my my wife calling me. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably telling me, hey, don't throw me under the bus. Uh, be careful but, what you but, say. No. <laughs> but the point was that we're supposed to be comfortable in speaking to him, right? Right. And and what better way for for you, the listener out there, that's not really comfortable with this and you're just not sure, well, why not pray for your coworkers by name, just like Jim mm-hmm. and Martha uh, say, 
And that's a great way to, to, to get accustomed to speaking to him because ultimately he wants us to communicate with him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I learned from the show. I love that. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for sharing. You know, yeah. I think one of the things in any relationship, the bottom line is you, um, in order to grow closer, you have to communicate. It's the first thing we talk about in marriage mentoring is communication. And if you're really stinking at it, more than likely, that's where, you know, everything is breaking down after that. And it's the same with our Heavenly Father. If we stink at communicating with Him, then um, we're not going to have a very deep relationship. But what a great place to start. I love that, Jose, because you um, are saying, okay, these people matter to me. I want to talk to God about them. And like you said, the end result is you end up feeling closer to those people, Norellis, because you have, um, you've been intimately um, speaking their name to our Heavenly Father. You know, years ago, I was at a, um, a church, I think it was one of my sister's churches, and she was telling me that her pastor does that for his congregation every week. He comes in early and he prays over every seat in his in the sanctuary for the people that are going to be listening. And that always made a big impa- impact on me. And I thought, that is amazing and daunting all at the same time because it was a big church. But the fact that he cared enough about everybody that was going to be there, that he prayed for them. He didn't know them by name at that point, but he was praying over every seat. And that's the same idea about in our workplace, praying over their desk, praying um, over their lives. Um, If you don't have the opportunity to be able to um, have a lot of conversations with them, but when you do find out what's going on in their life and, and really um, praying for them. And ultimately I'm reading a book right now that I'm hoping to do a show on with Jim sometime. Um, But the lady's talking about that a lot in her book and the fact that by building those relationships and just praying yourself, the, the Holy Spirit has an amazing way of opening the door. So when that person has a need, they come to you and then you have the ability to share with them on a whole different level because you, you care about them and um, it does grow our relationship with them as well. So you were saying that there's also uh, um, something else going on at your work. Yeah, there is a, um, a network of believers and um, you know, there's a um, like a Yammer site where we all go and, Kind of, you know, have fellowship. Wow! And um, there are also conference calls with, I mean, hundreds of people. The last one um, I was able to join had over three hundred people. Oh my word! And wow! Yeah, and it's it's pretty cool. That's encouraging. It, yeah. So, is there an organization that's behind that, or it just somebody just, felt like leading that? Well, it was started by um, it was started by a partner. Okay, and it just kept growing and Mm. growing and growing just by word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, it's it's hundreds of people now. And granted, you work for a large company, so there's 300 people, you know, within the company, obviously, in order to do that. But um, again, that just shows how much people desire to know and fellowship with other people at work because there is. Um, it's great to have somebody that you know you can go to when you're struggling Mm -hmm. because it's not always about, you know, you want to pray for all your coworkers, Mm -hmm. but sometimes we're just having a tough day absolutely. or a customer says something or you lose an account. I mean, it could be all kinds of things. And where do you go for that? You know, and and so you've got a resource that you can go to. Yeah. I mean, even the other day, um, 
one of those people that I used to have those conference calls with mm -hmm. every morning. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we we're we're close, and we're like, oh, you know, we we talk all the time. And um, I was having a hard time um, maybe last week with something, and you know, I just sent her an instant message, and I was like, hey, I need prayer, you know, and um, and. I, I was encouraged by mm -hmm. her, you know, mm -hmm. um, she, she, she just did what we do for each other. That's awesome. You know, we prayed, we talked and we encouraged, mm -hmm. we encourage each other. That's what we do. You know, um, just to kind of encourage people with this as well. Last, last week I had an employee, I could tell she was having a tough day, but I wasn't really sure what it was. And finally, at the end of the day, um, she was able to tell me what was going on. And, um, I just said, you know what? I'm just going to pray for you right now. And it was one of those um, moments where I knew that that's what I should do, but I knew I wanted to do it. You know, it was, I was compelled to do it and it was very short. It was very brief. Um, but I know that it was very touching. And it was then that she, she felt the relief from this situation. And of course, and I shared it with Jim later and he's like, well, you prayed with her, right? You know, I'm like, yes, honey, I prayed with her, you know, but um, it's so great that we can do that in that moment and just take that. And it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to interrupt our work day. Um, but our heavenly father wants to hear from us all the time. And, and we all struggle. We all have things in our lives. And so this is just, you know, for, for those that are listening there, we just, um, there are things that we talk about on the air and they're real. This is not just a, a platform. We're trying to look and be a certain way. This is, this is how Jesus Christ is working in the workplace. And it's so exciting to hear that there's 300 people getting together, um, in, or in different, you know, using technology in order to strengthen that fellowship of believers together in your workplace. So that's very exciting. Say, so listen, I am going to just quickly announce, we have a little program at our work and, um, have a winner for what we call the White Dove Service Award. And this is um, the winner of it for this month is Michael Powers. And Michael works at a Wawa's. And the whole point behind our White Dove Service Award is to be looking for people that are going above and beyond. And um, their customer service level, they're, they're just doing more than what's expected of them. And Michael was um, recognized for doing that at Awawa's. He was working and somebody got stung by a bee and they were just kind of scrambling in the parking lot. And I don't know all of the details, but Michael went out of his way to get a cup of ice or a bag of ice and get it on the, the sting and um, help that person to just, you know, be comforted in that moment. And that wasn't part of his job description. And we just were so thankful for that. So Michael, we just thank you for providing White Dove service. And we do have a gift card for him and a plaque with his name on it that I will be delivering to his work. And um, we just wanted to honor him and thank him. And just to let people know that this is a program that you can be involved in too. You can nominate people for the White Dove Service Award by going to our Trust Services Facebook page. And on the last Friday of every month, we look for a winner that has been nominated and we get to honor them on our I Work For Him radio show. So Norella says we wrap up this conversation. I've really had a lot of fun. I'm so glad that you got a chance to come in and be in the studio Thank with me today. Me. It was very good. So let's just talk a little bit more. We've been talking about some encouraging things that are happening at your work as far as um, the fellowship of other believers and stuff. And But the bottom line is, is it's not always easy uh, to incorporate these things into our into our workplace, is it? Mm, it's really not. Yeah. <laughs> there are days where it just would be easier to not 
bother with stuff, but, mm-hmm. but that's not what God's called for us right, from right. us. Um, so I just curious, and I'm going to put you on the spot here. Have you joined the, I work for him nation? You on know, our website? I haven't, you haven't, I haven't, I haven't done the official thing. Well, here we go. Okay. Now we need to do that. <laughs> so, do. Um, but you know, there it's, there. And it's not like it's a magical button, you know, that something happens when you join it. But the whole point is just making that commitment mm-hmm. and saying, and you've already made it verbally to your and to your heavenly father and mm-hmm. you're doing it. But on a daily basis to be able to say, Lord, I'm going to pray for my coworkers and employees by name. So as we come to the end of another I Work For Him show, thank you, Jose, for helping me with all the ins and outs and my solo experience here. You were fine. You <laughs> rocked it. Oh, thank you so much. And I want to thank all of our great show sponsors, because without them, we wouldn't be on the air. Most Insurance, Bel Air Wealth Management, Red Rock Leadership, and Trust Services. You can find all of them on our website or on our Facebook page. So the next time you're sitting down at your computer, go out and check out our website or our Facebook page. And uh, you can see all kinds of things that we've been talking about on the show. I know we've kind of hit that home a lot tonight about going back and listening to shows and also being able to commit to the I Work For Him Nation. And um, But that's just such an important thing to say, Lord, I want to bring my coworkers and employees before you on a daily basis. You know, we have um, all kinds of ways that you can listen to us when we're not on the air, but how are you going to take the city for Jesus Christ? We learned today that our faith can impact our workplace by living out, I work for him. There is an epic battle for the souls of our coworkers and employees. So I wanna encourage you to join the I Work For Him Nation and commit to praying for them each and every day by name as we've been talking about. We need to be purposeful in our actions to them every day by befriending them at every opportunity. We need to be intentional in looking for ways to serve them. Our Savior and Lord needs you and me to be the best employee around so that people will ask us why. Why are you praying for me? Why do you care for me? Remember, you may be the only Jesus that your coworkers and employees may ever meet. You and me, we need to prepare ourselves for this battle. So go out to the iworkforhim.com and take this time to join the I Work For Him Nation. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your guest host, Martha Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower and I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.